Thanks for tuning in to today's installment of the Let Out Podcast with BMC. We will be back next week for another episode. But in the meantime, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Let Out WBMC to see more content from the crew. How you living? How you feeling? Welcome to the first episode of the Let Out Podcast. I go by Ty, your main moderator and one of your hosts for the show. With me today, I have my fellow host, Jiggy Wan. Yerk. And a good man, Blizzy. You know this man. And with us today, we had the rest of the BMC gang that will be appearing on the show throughout the season. We have Show Pal. That's me. Jew. Hey, what's good? Kev. Hoody hoo! And Will. What it do? <laughs> and a good man, Gerard Snow Graham. What's up, y'all? All right, so let's get into it. First episode today will be like the first day of school. We're going to give a little bit of information about ourselves, what we plan to do on this platform, as well as a little bit of content that we'll be presenting to our listeners. This will be a weekly podcast filled with general content ranging from current events to the sports, life, health, wealth, and other special topics that will close out every show. For intros, I'll keep it short and sweet. Again, my name is Ty. A little bit about me that isn't too incriminating. Hailing from Southern Maryland. In my mid-20s, graduated from the illustrious Towson University and currently employed in the IT field for the past two years. And uh, life's pretty good, pretty good. Next up, uh, what we have, Jiggy? It's your boy, Jiggy. A.K.A. finger roll, because your bitch want to lay up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> getting a degree. I'm about to be an accountant in this, in this bitch. You feel me? You love to see it. Blizzy? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I ain't got much to say. It's like, no, but um, I'm with the Towson. Got a degree from there. I'm working on my second degree. I'm about to get this money. Yeah. Prosperity. I did hear that, yeah. The bag. You love it. Show Pal, what you got for us? What's up, everybody? It's you guys, Show Pal, your designated Filipino editor slash co-host. A few things about me. I'm a chemical engineer. I enjoy the occasional cigar. And once I was featured on America's Most Wanted, I look forward to giving you my factually unverified input and commentary. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jew, what it do? Hey, what's good? It's your boy, Jew. I graduated from the biggest school in North Carolina, UNCC. Um, the biggest binge watcher in the group chat, and you know, uh, big anime watcher. Saints win the Super Bowl this year. Holla at me. Ooh. Yes, sir. Rep your set, Kev. What's good, y'all? My name is Kev. Uh, I grew up in a military family, so I've lived all over. Um, I'm training to be a clinical psychologist right now, so I'm here to give you my pseudo professional opinion on everything from health and wellness to money and politics. I love it, love it. Hey, M. Will, what you got for us? <laughs> What's good, y'all? I'm M. Will, a.k.a. Bebo Kid, born and raised in Maryland, graduated from Crossroads State University. Now I'm in the IT field, and I'm just living life. Yes, sir. Cozy and chill. And last but not least, Gerard, what you got? What's up, everybody? HBCU grad, working in the hospitality field my whole life, just here for general level coolness and foolishness. <laughs> and this is what we're here for. So... Quick disclaimer, all content on this show will be original, raw, and 100% authentic in any event that any controversial 
subject is addressed, please know that none of these opinions reflect any of our employers or future employers. We're here for jokes and getting your genuine commentary, so please don't take us too seriously. All right, so without further ado, we're going to start off the show with the world's biggest topic, coronavirus, COVID-19, Dorona, whatever you'd like to refer to it as. Who wants to start us off? How is corona affecting you right now? Shit, Snow, you just recovered. Right, so, yeah, I guess I will start it off. Uh, It's affecting me big time. I caught that shit. Uh, I kind of was expecting to catch it somehow. I work in the hospital. It's always going to be around. Can't get away from it. So I kind of expected to get it. I just didn't think I actually showed symptoms, but I started showing symptoms and was laid up in the house for over a week. What was the worst one? The burning uh, lungs? I didn't even get sound the, good. I didn't get like it didn't really affect my lungs. Um any damage to that came from whatever recreational drugs I took and did in college. <laughs> but um it was mainly the body pains. Uh that was pretty bad. But I think the worst is the headache. Like it wasn't your run of the mill Advil headache. It was like a headache behind your eyes. So every time you look to the left or the right, it felt like somebody like plucked your sinuses. It was the worst. That's wild. How long did that last? Like the headache? Because usually a headache's what, like four hours? The headache lasted about 30 hours. God damn. Like you had a severe migraine. Like, like oh, and that's what, yeah. Like I'll never say the word migraine again when I really mean bad headache because if a migraine was anything like that, it, yeah, that that was the worst. That's crazy. But you're good now, right? I'm I'm great now. That's I it. Mean, yeah. What was that? Four, one four days? Corona zero. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> BMC uh, comes out on top every time. Hey you. Uh, it was, yeah, I'll say like three days. Max or from like Sunday to Sunday to Tuesday. That's brutal, man. So yeah. we can also ask you this too. So far as uh getting tested, how is that process? Was that you know easy? Oh shit. that was probably True. the worst. I forgot all oh. about that. So yeah, getting tested, it was like um I went I, I work at I work for Johns Hopkins, so they got testing sites at all of their different outposts and everything. And so like it's like a little like an eight inch cotton swab thing. And they take it and they have you tilt your head back and they take it up your your left nostril. But it's not like in your nose. They go like behind your nose and like so it's like it went through my nose but up. What? So part of my like I guess my brain or whatever. What the fuck? And there's like some type of like alcoholic solution on it. So like you can feel it. Like and she like moved it around for like ten seconds. It was the worst. It was awful. Yikes. So, so the social media dramatizations were not uh, not no, fraudulent at no, all. They, they were wow. fraudulent. You know, they were like it, it's not the worst thing. It's like just it's, uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, it, and it's not for long. But it's just like you know, shit. This sucks. Like because like I said, oh, like if you've ever shot milk out of your nose, imagine the little tiny hole that the milk comes out of having something the size of a Q-tip go up there. <laughs> so, yeah. That's brutal. <laughs> Damn, I <see> Damn. <laughs> hey, I would say you're good to go because you got the antibodies, but they're getting cases in China now where people are getting it a second time, right? Yeah, the, yeah it's, a, it's a mutating um, virus. So, you know, yes, usually something like this, if you catch it and recover from it, you're, you know, nine times out of 10, you're good 
Right, you're, you're walking on with pretty much the vaccine for it and your DNA, but this thing keeps mutating so much that, you know, like, I work at a hospital, so I could, yeah. I'm good now, but six months from now, I could catch another strand of it that's different from the time, from different from what I just uh, went through this past week. No good, man. So yeah. how's the equipment there? Do you, have y'all ran out of equipment at Johns Hopkins? No, no. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, it's Johns Hopkins. It's literally, like, one of the biggest hospitals in the world. So, like, we're not running out of equipment. They're literally, they literally have so many masks and stuff that they're handing them out to everybody who walks through the door. Like, we, like so running out of equipment is not an issue for us. Um, they are still saying, you know, use some type of common sense. Don't th- use something and throw it away if you can reuse it. Like your mask, if you're not going into a patient room, you can walk around and, you know, for Oh, we lost them. Going into areas that are infected with patients um, where any cross-contamination is a problem. But... Yeah, no PPE shortages. It's a thing, but it's not hasn't affected you know my 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 hospital uh, yet. I but feel like I know it's a does, thing. that's gonna be a big issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but right, you know, the mom and pop hospitals are. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know whatever hospital is the closest one in Calvert County, but I'm sure they're going through it. Like, For real. So you know, um, I don't, I don't see it being an issue because by the time Hopkins, you know, the hospitals the size of Hopkins start running out, then you'll probably have the manufacturers of the PPE starting to be able to push out more of the equipment because um, they're producing stuff at a at the fastest rates possible right now. Yeah, man. So. Jiggy, Ty, y'all got your masks? Yeah, I got three. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, my job's been so empty. I've literally had you know, supervisors saying, yeah, whatever you can find at the building, go ahead and take it. Don't even, you know, safety, Dang. sorry. So if you got to sit in it, ain't no point in not sitting in it with, you know, mask up, yeah, lights off for days, all that. Yeah. My dad's an electrician, so he gave me one of those masks that he wears when he's um when he's in the metro and shit. And then uh, my parents or my mom bought reusable, rewashable ones. So I got one of those and I got the ones that you see people usually wear at the hospital. So oh man, it's got variety in the crib. Yeah, man, I can't find one worth anything right now. I've been using a uh, uh, <laughs> one that used to cut the grass in 2006. So that's <laughs> that. That might as well be a napkin. <laughs> the good old overliable. Right. I mean, right. the masks. What unless you have like a very specialized mask, they don't do much to keep anything out. Their main purpose is that if you've been out the house the past month and a half, there's a chance you've run, you've come into contact with the virus in some form or fashion. And so the masks are really designed to help the, to stop the spread of anything. Because like, even though you guys might not have any symptoms, you could be a carrier of it and you could be yeah. walking past somebody or talking to somebody with that mask does to stop the spread of um, passing it along. So... You know, it's even if like the one Seth got that's just, you know, that's 15 years old, it's still doing (laughs) something because it's preventing, you know, spit and whatever else coming out your mouth to going somewhere else. And see, that's the main concern because they were like, yeah, okay, yes, you might not have it. And, you know, you have those people going stir crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just don't know who's a super carrier. Like, okay, cool. You know, not everyone's going to get infected, but 
yeah, I don't know if you know. Draw walks past a group of, I don't know, Baltimoreans, and next thing you know, yeah, he just got that whole group sick. Yeah, like you just you never know. Yeah. So it could that's be the craziest thing, that. just how like contagious this is, right? right? Like, man, I try not to stay in places more than twenty minutes. I go in and get in and get the stuff I need and leave. There you yeah. go. Like I went to a Walmart yesterday, and I saw my uh, cousin's friends, and I, I said uh, we were like ten feet apart. I said, "What's up?" I said, "I'm gonna I'm text you because I'm not I'm not about to sit here and talk to you." Yeah, yeah. yeah there how, you go. There that's how is. shit's going. Hey, I want to say though, there was a. I went into a Target, right? And I'm all masked up. I got gloves on. I look, you know, you know, all you see is my hair and my glasses. And someone calls out, hey, Seth. Like, how the, how the <laughs> fuck do you know that was me? This man got some excellent the vision. Eyes. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> it's got to be the eyes. But, and also, you know, it's 20 it's 2020 we in the 21st century we got technology and things and people have and people have all this stuff in place to help get out of places quicker order a hedge for going to a restaurant to grab something call it in order exactly. online yeah. uh for people who in the dmv area i know there's some safe ways that you can like text your order in down on the app and there's like a little staging area where they'll collect all your stuff for you and then you could just go into the store pick all your stuff up in like three seconds it's incredibly effective shout out to those essential workers definitely because yes. yeah, having to package all that things so uh, just move a little bit forward. So is there any concerns moving forward, though? Like I said, I know some people, you know, in this are, you know, out of school, out of work, things like that. But uh, any any worries that you guys have coming up? Hey, man, I really feel for those people that can't work right now because I can't imagine if I had, you know, X, X amount of kids, a mortgage to worry about, rent, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you got, you know, you're not getting an income and you got twelve hundred bucks. Right. That might get your rent. That might get a little bit of food, but you know, I, I can't even imagine what they're going through right now. Not in the words of that one, uh, what, I can't remember who the, the gentleman was, but uh, he decided that twelve hundred dollars could last uh, the average American like ten weeks or something like that. Ah! Yeah, Ramen no. noodles in a cardboard <laughs> box that'll get you. That'll get you twelve weeks. Shit, that's not even rent where we at. <laughs> yeah, no, right, right, man. So, but, that's yeah. terrible. This shit bothered me because. Uh, I I just got an email today from from one of my internships. They said I regret to, regret to inform you that due to current COVID nineteen situation, we're canceling all our programs. So I can't get an internship. Uh, I, this is my last year of college, so my parents probably not gonna be able to see me walk because in fall they said it's a 90 percent chance we won't be on campus. It's, it's just getting wild for real. That, that's terrible. And I, to be honest, I don't see it getting better anytime soon. Right. In in terms of like months, I, I don't see it getting there yeah. anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, but, I understand the stir craziness. But yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. In places like just, Texas and Florida, <laughs> it's never going to get better. <laughs> open beaches. Yeah. Open and beaches and parks and shit. And Florida um, literally just spiked the day like after. Of course, you know, it doesn't, you know, you don't catch it that fast or see symptoms that fast. But the fact that you guys spiked the day you opened the beaches and. It's just right, like that yeah, should tell you something. Yeah, battling stupidity as well as like I said, a virus that has no vaccine. So yeah, and that's a and that's you know the concern they want to get kids back in school and things of that nature. And I'm just like, but yeah. there's no cure. According so. to Doctor Oz, two percent of kids are going to die, so they might as well go back to school. Oof. <laughs> I don't know why they ask these TV personalities. They ask you know Doctor Phil, his equivalency was 
Well, if people drown, you don't close pools. So, so you know, people man, I mean, car. <laughs> it makes some kind of sense. <laughs> I mean, Literally, oh. people died in the past two weeks more than they did by drowning in 2018. Yeah, and that's the thing. They're not, like I said, they like at the equivalencies aren't making sense. Like they'll look at the statistics for you know people that die in a car accident over a year compared to people that have died in the past like two months. Two months, yeah. not even. It's like, sir, that's not the same numbers. Like, that's that's a terrible comparison. But you know, right. I I don't I don't have a TV platform or anything. So what yeah. what do we know? Yeah, that's it. But um, uh, but uh, moving on. So what do you all think would be free? Like, any predictions on that? As far as you know, I know travel is going to be messed up for at least another year or two. But as far as like, I guess large crowds or you know being able to go out to eat at a restaurant. I think we'll be able to go out to eat in the beginning of 2021. But as far as like concerts and vacations, I'm thinking it's going to be 2022, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, I think closer to 2022 for like big gatherings and stuff. I think even when stuff opens back up, you'll still see, you know, social distancing being a thing. Like a restaurant, you know, like a Buffalo Wild Wings where they'd be packed for a UFC fight or something. I don't think that's happening. I think they'll put, you know, somebody at the door. 50 people can only be in the building at once and everybody else has to do curbside to go or whatever the case may be. Um, and yeah, but everything else is going to be shut down. So if that's the case, do you think they'll monitor how long you sit at a table? Because um, no. usually at BW, you sit at the table, you order once and you order drinks probably like three more times, that's but you're it. watching a fight for like three hours. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for something like that, I think they probably offset it by charging you to get in. Like, you want to come in, you want to be one of the 50 to 75 people allowed in, you have to pay 50 bucks to get in. Then on top of that, like, that 50 bucks covers none of your bill. Like, you still have to come in and order drinks and food and all that stuff for the duration of the fight. Man, as crazy as that sounds, that is actually very valid. I mean, if you're willing to risk Man, yeah, these restaurants are taking hits, man. Because like, I mean, I agree with you. That's the only that's the only way to do that, right? Because especially if you got like you can have a max of 10, 20, 30 people in the restaurant, like you're not making any money off that. So you gotta charge that to come in. But now people aren't gonna come in. You know what I mean? Because exactly. they t- they tell me I gotta pay fifty at the door. It's like I get it. I understand, but I'm not coming. You know what if I mean? I say fifty at the door, I might as well buy it at my own house. Like right. yeah, yeah, right. the price. I mean, yeah. So you're right, but that's gonna but, be a hit. But I think, uh, but I think that you know, for the restaurants, me being in food and restaurants, I think the places that are going to suffer the most are the Buffalo Wild Wings, the Fridays, oh, yeah. the Apple places that depend so much on their actual like bar and alcohol and big events. Because who goes to Fridays or places just for the food? Like, Damn truth. Like, let your eight year old. They got unlimited apps. Yeah. <laughs> they have unlimited apps, yeah, but they weren't making any money before, so you, you can't get unlimited apps to go. So and that's a good true. point. Oh, that's a good point because so. to what you just said, I know like Fridays and some other restaurants were already having like financial issues, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know some people have already closed indefinitely, and they've only been out for a month and a half. So I know people are, you know, going crazy saying, "Well, I know sir, as soon as they let us out, you know, first day out, uh, everybody gonna be out." Mm, nah, a lot of places not even gonna be open. They're not gonna, you know, who's like, who's gonna fund it? 
You saw Neiman Marcus went bankrupt. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Gucci sale? Is that? I'm waiting. (laughs) (laughs) I am waiting. As soon as I see a 20% off, hey, I don't even care. Oh, man. That'll be the the BMC uniform, Versace robes. (laughs) I'm with that. (laughs) I'm with that. But, yeah, now all them brick and mortars, they're going to just take a huge hit. For real, yeah. And another thing... These industries like travel, hotel, cruise ships, they 24 7, 365. They're not used to being shut down. Mm-hmm. They're not used to having to be shut down, then restart up. So it's going to be like these big things kind of grinding, trying to get back up to normal. So yeah. it's going to be a long time before things are back to, you know, being copacetic. Are y'all gonna feel comfortable? Like let's let's say, you know, things are the, the curves flattening out, less people are getting infected, and they're saying, All right, you're good to go. You know, you guys can go out. Are y'all are y'all gonna feel comfortable going like to the gym, to the movies, to the restaurants? Or because mm. I'm not. Uh, nope. Personally, I'm treating, yeah. I'm treating it like a new iPod or new iPhone. <laughs> waiting <laughs> waiting a couple months and then I, then I'll go. Oh, there it is. There yeah, it is. No. Get all the glitches out. But yeah, like, <laughs> get all the glitches. Out. Get all the glitches. But no, definitely at least another couple of weeks. Because like I said, I I trust myself. I trust my hygiene. I trust my cleanliness. I can't trust others, honestly. I can't trust that large crowd to be, you know, we've been out to enough parties. We've been to enough, you know, lounges and clubs. Yeah, people go to the bathroom and walk out. People put their drinks down, do foul stuff. So yeah, it's, it's hard to say. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, run out the first day possible. So yeah, I, I give it, I give it a couple of weeks before yeah. I uh, join the join the masses. Yeah, but like y'all said earlier, who knows when that's gonna be? 2021, 2022. Yeah, because I had so. a lot of plans. <laughs> okay, and that's what, that's the killer. Yeah, man. that's the yeah. true plan. Yeah. Brent Fayez concert was supposed to be today, and then Young Nudie, and then Jamaica. Just ah, depressing. All gone. The snap All of the fingers. Corona Thanos. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> it really is. But moving on to a you know more more positive light. Like I say, everybody in here is pretty much avid sports fans. Um, I know that Michael Jordan's The Last Dance comes out tonight. They uh, bumped that up from June, being that it was in such high demand. And, well, everybody's sitting in the house, so might as well go ahead and drop a documentary. So I guess that's something, you know, to look forward to tonight. But mm-hmm. the main thing this week is the NFL draft. Say, anybody have any draft expectations for their teams? No. No. <laughs> no. Well, what what are the teams? What are the teams in the say, uh, present ahead, parties every, right now? Everybody, rep your set. Unfortunately, I am a Miami Dolphins fan, so uh, they have been bad fan. for yeah, like three fourths of my life. I'm gonna raise my unfortunately to the power of three and say that I'm a Redskins <laughs> fan. Same, um, <laughs> you know. If I could like any other team, I would. I just can't. I'm with you. I feel like Thanks. I feel like I can't switch. <laughs> Right. We're too old to switch it. We too, we too, yeah, it's too much. Right. I, I would have told five year old draws just root for the Ravens. That, yeah. Ray, <laughs> that Ray Lewis guy, he's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I should have done. Yeah, no, I feel you. Let's say Ray Lewis along with Ed Reed and the gang. But right. 
but my no. expectations for the Dolphins, like I said, I, I I guess we're taking the right strides. Uh, I know we have. No, yeah, we spit. I'm going to take Justin Herbert over Tua, and it's going to be amazing. First of all, we might. That's why I'm actually terrified. But <laughs> there's no your expectations, when your expectations are low, you you know you don't. It's whatever. But as far as you know, off season, I know we you know went out the way to spend a lot of money. Uh, did we spend it in the the best places? Yeah, I, I think so. But that, along with our seven draft picks, if they do what they're supposed to do, I mean, we're not going to win. No, we'll probably win like seven games. Like, woo, like yeah, woo. But, seven, uh, yeah, <laughs> more more like four or five. Right. I mean, probably. Look, that's on the Let's upside. Hey, we won five by flukeness last year, so hell, who knows? But. Yeah, I, I don't have big expectations for the Dolphins. I, I get If they win a Super Bowl, I'd probably be 80 years old. Yeah, but as far as present day, I... Do it going to the Patriots. We don't speak that... Belichick going to be back. Speak that nonsense. They get Jordan Love. So it's all you, good. You, saw, you saw the GMs? More than half the GMs said they wouldn't take Tua. Yeah, I know. So I don't know if it's smokescreen or the Dolphins just talking crazy. That man, one blind side hit away from being in a wheelchair. I wouldn't take him either. <laughs> I would not let you disrespect my Alabama players in this here podcast. Oh no, I'm, I'm definitely. I'll, I'll admit, if they pick Justin Herbert, and this is nothing against Justin Herbert because he's not bad. I'm not saying he is. Mm, okay, but yeah, if they he, pick Justin, if they pick smell, Justin Herbert, I won't be a happy camper. Like I'm. That's not like saying. Ryan Leaf to me. I won't give him that bad, but I'll give him <laughs> I give him Josh Rosen. That, that's not a good boat. <laughs> that's worse. That's not a good boat to be in. And that's why I'll say I'll be disappointed because I'm like, Ugh. he had his one good year, you know. His ju- I think it was, what, his junior, junior year? Was like yeah, it's actually two good. His sophomore and junior year was like his, good. Yeah. He shouldn't have stayed for a senior year. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd rather take – I'd rather just, yeah, I'd, I'd rather just roll it to it. Whatever happens, happens. If y'all get another top pick, well, hell, you got Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence to try with next year at this point because who, hey, it's whatever. So. Where you think Cam's going? To his house. <laughs> <laughs> the crib university. <laughs> the only way, he, only way he gets signed is somebody get hurt. At this point, because he got cut too late, everybody, all the, like, all the spots are filled, like, Chicago tried to trade for him, but they got Nick Foles. They got Nick Foles instead, so they're not going to sign him and have Foles, Newton, and uh, the shitty one, Trubisky. And then, uh, ain't nowhere else for him to go. Like, Shit, if uh, if they keep uh, maybe Jacksonville Chargers. Maybe. The Chargers, those are the only three. But the Patriots would have took him if they wanted him by now. Like, if he, if. Yeah, but Patriots give him a vet minimum now. Exactly. Yeah. That's why they probably waiting. Yeah. They gonna get like a. They, they, they didn't want to trade no draft picks or nothing. They can just get them for the vet men. I mean, they, I mean what's, what's been stopping them for the past three weeks? He been cut since uh, February, since March. Maybe the Rona. No, he, he, Rona. Hey, yeah, we, he, we he, haven't seen no one get signed the past couple weeks. Honestly, like, nah, because yeah, he, and he's coming off an injury, so they want to. He, they need. They need, he needs to pass the physical first. Yeah. So see, that was their true. biggest concern about Tua's stuff and all that as well. Going back to that, because. They're like, well, is he healthy? Blah blah. We can't really fly out and see. You know, we basing it off, you know, 
the highlight YouTube videos. And hell, I can look like a D1 athlete in a, in a you know YouTube video. So I guess I can understand that. For but, what it's worth, he looked good in his pro day. Yeah, damn but it's skippy. his pro day. Johnny Johnny Manziel looked like the greatest quarterback in his pro day. Right. Uh, I mean, two is going to be what's going to be a best no matter what. That's just how I feel. Don't you be disrespectful. Sorry to call, call it like I see a guy. It's like, I mean, oh, I don't think I don't think he's gonna be a bust, but a bust the, is too. It's too. Ah, and he he would, he would have been a bust in the terms of where he was going to be selected. He was going to be that. Like I think he will have good a, a good four years starting, but I don't right. I don't see that as a bust. He'll be better than Burrow now. Josh Rosen, I see that as a bust. That's a bust. Yeah. I I think Tua, if healthy, will have a Matthew Stafford ass career. That's fine. And see, that's just it. That's fine. That's not a, like Stafford has a one shit. He had the best receiver in the league and couldn't do nothing with it. Well, that's what happens when you go to Georgia. But um, mm. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm an Alabama fan for those that don't know. So that was my uh, SEC shot. But um, yeah, again, this draft, I, like I said, I don't really have any expectations for, you know, I think the Redskins should take Chase Young first. I'm not a Skins fan, but I think y'all should go that route. Will y'all? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I, nah. If uh-huh. people, if people want, if Tua could like have a regular pro day and like without the Rona being a whole thing, if people was able to be excited about him, people would want to trade up to two for him, maybe. But there's no trade package worth moving out of two to take Chase Young. So. No. If, if y'all don't get Chase Young, I, I'll let y'all go to any team y'all want. You and Seth, or you and Chopin, go to any team y'all want. Like the only other acceptable individual, I would Burrow. say, is yeah, Joe Burrow, Chase Young, or if you you know maybe Isaiah Simmons. But other than that, everything else would yeah, I would be disappointed for y'all, and that's just <laughs> so. <laughs> I think Joe Burrow's gonna be a bust if we told him I'm bust. Me too. You hear me. <laughs> me too. I think he will. I, I don't like. I think he had the best college season of all time, but I don't think he'll actually be like. Uh, I wouldn't say the best college season. He has the best passing season of all time. That's what I. Yeah, well, that's but, a quarterback. You know. But I, I seen Cam Newton play with one other NFL starter, or NFL player. So that that might have been one of the greatest seasons ever. He drove yeah, the team yeah. on his back. Literally true, but he was you know if you, if you call that quarterback and you you, you could call it. That whatever he I call just, that, I call that winning. He was <laughs> he was an escape gorilla in the backfield. It <laughs> <laughs> just took that to the national championship before the playoffs. So <laughs> call moving on, Danny, uh, <laughs> Speaking of quarterbacks, still looking for uh, Holmes. Uh, you know, Jameis Winston. Do you think he lands at any of the? Uh, or is he just going to be a, somebody's backup? CFL. Oh. I don't. I don't respect any man that sucks his own fingers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the original thirty for thirty. Um, I I'd say Jameis over Cam at this point of the age. Yeah, uh, age injury, and I think Jameis Winston could honestly be a franchise guy. I think he's actually quarterback wise talented, more talented than like fifteen quarterbacks in the league. Oh, he is. He's just in between his ears. Is yeah. It's yeah. what he. Is what he like twenty six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's already our age. Yeah, yeah. he's I mean, too talented to be so dumb. 
I mean, you you see where he grew up. He grew up in the house underneath the slave master's house. Like his house is like a <laughs> six by six foot <laughs> room with like two beds and eight people. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, you got to eat the W. You got to eat the W. But um, I mean, like yeah, Chargers, Jaguars. I guess the Jaguars are really sold on Gardner Mishu. Yeah, so. nah. For them not to even pick up anybody else. Uh, I like, think the Tyrod Taylor thing isn't – I don't see that all the way through. I, like the, I don't I mean, know. They're going to draft a guy. Like, yeah, Tyrod's yeah. the starter now, but where they're, they're at six, they know they're going to get either Tua or Justin Herbert. So, that's – so. That's see, that's why we circle back to the Patriots, as Jiggy was saying, because I'm not sold on Stidham. I'm really not. Like, he didn't show me nothing at Auburn, yeah. Yeah. and I don't – so he 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 was great at Baylor, but I, I mean, know, but, but that whole big that whole Baylor thing went south. But facts, yeah. Nah, I just another injury prone person. Yeah, Jacksonville would be the spot, but Jay Gruden's the offensive coordinator there now. Like and he was up here, like he was up here for however many years he was up here shitting the bed. Like Gardner mentions <laughs> like a super Colt McCoy, so Jay Gruden's fine with him. He's gonna. Problem with that until the wheels fall off. This is facts. Like I said, we're missing some members today. I know it have been a lot of, uh, what is it, NFC South trash talk between Falcons, Saints, and Bucks. But, um, yeah, that, that, I think that might be the most interesting division we have coming up. And solely because you know, Tom Brady's on a new team for the first time in anybody's lifetime. So, yeah. y'all have the Bucks winning that? Or what you, what you feeling? Yeah, I got the Bucks winning. Bucks Drew Brees is going to throw out his his shoulder. Uh, um, Matt Ryan going Matt Ryan. Yeah, and Teddy Bridgewater is probably going to end up hurting his knee again. He has like five different knee injuries. Yeah, that's the one I'm most curious to see. Like, how is Teddy going to act as a starter? Because I mean, he wasn't bad for the Vikings, but was he good or was he just really serviceable? And you know, was getting the job done. So. As you long as uh, Christian doesn't get hurt, they'll win a good six games. All right. That's a badass white boy right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not going to lie. I was <laughs> on the Fortnite train come, when he was both coming out of college. Like, no, Leonard Fournette's the best, better one, hands down. But, no, that white boy's got some skill to him. Can't, say. can't hold it. Well, he's in a rumor mill, too, speaking on, you know, Leonard Fournette. But we'll see how that goes. And allegedly Odell back home, but like I said, we'll – We'll see how that goes. They're not trading Odell. If they trade Odell, it'll be during the season. That's true. That's very true. They're going to try to get at least six or seven games out of him, or how long the trade deadline is. But Odell's not the issue. It's Baker Mayfield. He's trash. Facts. <laughs> so that, to my fantasy, because it indeed did me dirty. But moving on <laughs> to uh, another fave sport of ours. Uh, do you guys all believe that the NBA will finish out the year or they are just going to go ahead and call it quits? I think they're going to finish out the year. They're going to go in the place that, that can have four games at once, just like an AAU circuit. So they'll probably be in Vegas. They probably rent out MGM and whatever, Cosmopolitan, whatever hotels to fit all the men. And they will probably test them once or twice a week. How Sounds like and then like that. I say sound like the AAU good old days, but yeah, I mean, I would like, yeah, I I would like to see them finish out the year. It also wouldn't sit right with my spirit if they just, you know, decided, eh, 
just vacate the whole thing and leave it black and they're gonna do a couple um do a couple scrimmages and then go straight to the playoffs. So the first the first game is gonna be or the first series is gonna be best out of three. Or probably the first two series is gonna be best out of three. And the uh in the conference finals and the finals is probably gonna be best out of five. Kenny Smith was talking about having all 30 NBA teams be in a playoff and have it single elimination until the final four. Like that's it's stupid. interesting on paper, but like that's the most that allows for the most fluke shit. Like exactly. If, like if the if Steph Curry just gets hot one night and knocks off like the Clippers, the whole world will go on fire, bro. Like, Facts. yeah, no, it's it entertaining. Oh yeah, it'd be entertaining. Really, yeah. It'd be entertaining as fuck. Yeah. Like definitely, it definitely would. But at exactly. the end of the day, they're all NBA players, so at any given moment, anybody can get hot. Yeah. Right. That's the thing, yeah. Like, and yeah, look, we definitely have seen it. It takes. The one, you know, you have to see a random stat of Duncan Robinson just went off for like eight threes, and you're just like, that's my white boy. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I do like the Heat squad, I definitely do. But yeah, it'd be a night like that. And it'd be like, okay, yeah, the Heat just knocked off the, the, Bucks. I don't know, the Bucks already. And you're just like, damn. Well, mm-hmm. that takes out any potential, you know, conference final or anything like that. So. But then, yeah, but they need to do something because speaking of fluke, that Raptors championship might be the most fluke shit I've seen in my entire lifetime. Like Golden Golden State Warriors 2015. No. Yes. Toronto was more fluke. Everybody got hurt. Everybody. everybody. Everybody didn't get hurt going against the Raptors. Like the Ra- the Raptors face. I'm saying I'm saying every single team they played, everybody got someone got hurt on that te- on their other team. Every single. Okay. Yeah, that was true. Just yeah, I remember. It, they only got hurt on the uh, on the Warriors team. The two players uh, only got hurt on the Warriors team. But uh, every team they played, everybody got hurt, which was wild. And then then they had Draymond talking cash shit like that nigga was doing shit. Fuck that nigga. I hate Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond Green's a Hall of Famer, bro. I, I don't. I, I, I don't. If I see that man on the street, I'll smack him. <laughs> that's how. That's how much I hate that man. This man. This man won a championship. They came to the All Star game in all in all fur. <laughs> You're the, fourth, you're the fourth best player on your team. Man. It's cold. Yeah. Fourth best from the championship team. You would think Ben Wallace was talking shit back in the fall? But whoa, he, whoa, whoa, whoa. But, Don't you mean disrespect with the union's finest? Yeah. He, he was a multiple time defensive player of the year. He, he and so was Draymond. No, one time. One time. Right. And he wasn't defensive player of the year then. And two, that motherfucker was leading the league in blocks. I, I'll, I'll, I'll let Ben Wallace talk shit and wear, wear a mink. Ben Rollins is the only person that guarded Shaq pretty well. Like he was, I, I will say, and that. that's why Draymond could probably do it better. Ben Wallace is only six foot four. Draymond's a solid six seven. Draymond? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Nah, me neither. I, 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 I don't know. From what I've seen, you know, you Draymond can't shoot. He can barely dribble. He led. He he run the he run the point for him. Let Steph work off ball. Let's be honest. Could Paul Millsap do that? I mean, Paul. Could Paul Millsap do that? <laughs> Maybe Atlanta Paul Millsap. Okay, then can Paul Millsap do that? I so there's a lot of people. My nigga, if if I had the two greatest shooters of all time, I'm having ten assists. Oh my mama! All right. <laughs> I guess this man all Draymond had to do was set a pick. Catch the ball, throw the ball. And he did it perfectly. Not everybody else can do that. Because you see you put, what, Jordan Bell and Eric Pascal that, in the same spot? Jordan, Jordan Bell's an idiot. 
he was buying porn on his on his coach's uh, hotel room. That man's oh, an idiot. Oh, uh, that's what he got, did. You got to be somewhat smart. Yeah. That man is it. That, you think Draymond's smart? Now I will say I that. Think, that no, that no, 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 no. I, I don't think he's he's not smart. Uh, book smart. Put it that way. I think he has basketball smarts. And I think he talks to Tom Izzo a lot. And Tom Izzo has a lot of basketball smarts. Okay, I can get behind that. But <laughs> how you go to your coach's room and buy some porn? Are you hey, coach? Porn? Can I get your Amex real quick? <laughs> That's like, <laughs> what you need my car for, son? Hey, uh, porn. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to order some room service. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, that's why he's now sitting on the furthest end of the bench in Minnesota. He he's might not there no more. He's not there oh, yeah, no more. I say he might he not be in the league. He got cut. He got cut. Yeah, yeah, like he got cut before the season went to shit. Uh, <laughs> everybody wasting their God given height and talents don't make no sense. Mm. But um, like I said, I think moving forward, uh, so would you be fine with sports coming back without fans? And this is going, you know, more longevity down the road and things like that. I really didn't I would, care because I wasn't going to the games anyways. And that's True, what it yeah. comes down to. I personally don't think I was going to any games anytime soon, mm-hmm. even going into the fall. And so everything's yeah. overpriced. Right. I'd, I'd rather go to America's Best Wings, give me 20 wings, and watch it on my 80 inch TV. Damn truth. Yeah. Because I mean, like, yeah, I just go to a random Redskins game where someone got a free ticket, right? That, that's, that's, that's it. And they, I mean, they got to make money somehow. Right, right. 2020, 2020. So, I really think that's the best option. Hey, if they had no fans, that's whatever. Like, as long as they had the games, I don't care how they – I don't care if there's nobody to watch it. That's it. The content's still coming in. People are still watching it. It's just no one's there, right? They're not making the chicken tender money or beer money. Basically. And like I say, I, it doesn't really, you know, again, affect me. I do enjoy seeing the fan reactions. Like it's just natural, mm. especially everybody here has played sports before. Just you know, hearing the crowd go crazy is is it plays a big impact. But yeah, I, I it's not gonna bother me if somebody runs for an eighty yard touchdown and nobody's in the crowd. That that's cool with me. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no Lambo leaps. <laughs> <laughs> just driving to an empty crowd. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, in general. As long as they get something back on TV. But hold up, honest question. Stadiums are big places. Like, could they isn't it possible somewhat to kind of like social distance people in the stadium? Like if a stadium only holds like twenty thousand people, you only fill it up to like five hundred people? Like five thousand people and put people so, like five seat five seats in between each person or whatever. So like you at least have like a few thousand people in the stadium. Like such like an NFL stadium that's outside. Like you see, could, I, I was so, discussing that with somebody a couple of days ago. Yeah, like if you had people sitting like three seats apart in like every other row, but you know that could be an option. So if you do that, you gotta hike up the ticket prices. And do so only rich people only the rich people can go. Majority of the stadium is poor people seats. <laughs> I mean, but no, it you don't have to you don't have to hike up the prices. It could just be I mean you you could obviously and people probably will, but I think the biggest part of that would just be yes, the stadium itself is big, but the entrance the entrance and exits to the stadium are only but so 
few and far in between. So even if you got 5,000 people to be spread out during the event, they're still be, you know, touching each other, moving past each other, trying to get out of the stadium. So how would you control that? But you could open up to like having somewhat regular ticket prices. You could be the only person on your row at the, in the nosebleed section, but at least you're at the game. You know, you could say you're there. Like, That'd be kind of cool. Be watching for, yeah, but I said, yeah, that's not a bad alternative. Yeah. I'll be watching for the crib, but that's I it. mean, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> not, not a bad alternative. None of I my teams are, yeah. yeah, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not flying to Vegas to like watch whatever NBA mess they put together to finish the season. Yeah. This, this going to be another fluke season, like, like a, uh, like a strike season or something. Good old lockout seasons. Now I hope but, LeBron uh, wins. Me too. <laughs> Not I. Yeah. I don't. I don't want that man to win nothing else but a TikTok, uh, Good Samaritan Award. That's all I can get. Man, don't you don't you have a bet that he'll win another one? No, I had a bet that he won't win another one. Oh, so that's five hundred dollars on the line. No sir. <laughs> <laughs> no sir. I wish that man nothing but the best. But as long as he don't win, yeah, that man, that man can average seventy a game. Is if they lose, that's fine with me. Respectable. You know I say, there's money on the line. So, <laughs> but all right, uh, looks like we're about to wrap up this show. Anybody have any last minute comments or concerns? Mm-hmm. I'm baptized. Hey. I'm going to get some uh, tacos. Picking up though, you know, staying safe. Oh, you, you know. smart. My mom's making tacos right now, actually. Oh, for real? Yeah. You smart man. <laughs> Everybody yeah. eating good on this fine Sunday. But all right, well, I'd like to thank everyone for coming out. Tuning into the first episode of the Let Out Podcast with BMC. Until next week, y'all be safe and be easy. Peace.